Can Scott Pruitt weather the storm? We ask one of his friends, and also an enemy. We also talk with our reporters about the latest headlines. I'm Evan Lehman, editor of Climate Wire. I'm Robin Bravender, deputy editor of Climate Wire. This is the Climate Lead. It's Wednesday afternoon. Headlines about Scott Pruitt are still coming out. We've got Greenwire EPA reporter Kevin Bogardis, who has been digging up documents about Pruitt. Why is Scott Pruitt in the headlines this week? Scott Pruitt is in the headlines because uh, he stayed part of last year in a Capitol Hill condo. It's actually in a very nice neighborhood. I checked it out earlier this week. You took pictures. It looks nice. Yes. Uh, that condo was co-owned by the wife of a lobbyist whose firm has clients with interest before EPA. So Brewer uh, was paying 50 bucks a night to stay at this pretty posh condo. Their ethics official said they cleared it, and they said that he was paying market value for the condo. Yeah, after the fact. Right. So Pruitt's taking heat for the condo. Um, meanwhile, other ethics issues have come up. What are they? Have reemerged. <laughs> uh, we've had some more reporting, as we've discussed, on the administratively determined hires under the Safe Drinking Water Act. Um, that was reported yesterday by The Atlantic. And if I could just interject, Sarah Green Greenwald got a 52% raise up to $164,000, and Milan Huff got a raise from $86,000 to $114,000. And then some of the other missteps are starting to feel a little bit old now, right? Like the, like the first-class flights and the Morocco trip and the security detail and this, like... Whoa this soundproof phone booth in his office. Again, these issues will come come back. And a report will be released. We'll read it. We'll go over it. We'll have to ask questions of EPA and the EPA Inspector General. Also, the Government Accountability Office is investigating. I think the headlines, the drumbeat of headlines regarding ethics allegations can be tiring for EPA as, as well as the White House. Uh, but also, Conservative um, are pretty much rallying to Pruitt's cause, uh, the talking heads. Thanks, Kevin. No problem. Thank you for having me. Some environmentalists are capitalizing on Pruitt's missteps. We called Sarah Chifo with the League of Conservation Voters. I mean, this campaign is both about telling the story of the dangerous actions that Scott Pruitt is taking um, and has a, a really career-long history of, of directly partnering with polluters and the industries that he's now in charge of uh, ostensibly uh, regulating. Um, but we, you know, we know that in this administration, um, it is the, the uh, bad headlines and the ethical transgressions that will probably um, be the, the um, straw that broke the camel's back in terms of um, getting Scott Pruitt out of office. We also talked to one of Pruitt's allies today, his longtime friend, David Rivkin, who's an attorney here in D.C. And he helped Pruitt fight the Clean Power Plan, and Pruitt was the Oklahoma Attorney General. Look, my, my overarching view is that he's being pilloried rather mercilessly uh, by people who fundamentally disagree with his policy agenda, which is to say the president's policy agenda, which basically uh, you know, looks at environmental protection in a very different light than the previous administration did. It's kind of naive not to appreciate that. Please give us your interpretation of the news surrounding your friend Scott Pruitt. Do you think that it's credible news reporting? Do you think that he really is in hot water? I would say it's highly slanted news reporting. As to the apartment, again, I don't know the details, but there, look, there are many people who would rent uh, space to their friends. 
not want to charge them at all or charge them a very modest fee and the notion that exceeds fair market value is is, is is very difficult, I think, to establish because the fair market value implies alternative takers. How do you think this is all affecting him? Do you think he's troubled by these news reports? I haven't uh, seen him for several weeks, but my sense is uh, he's not. Actually, he is a man, and I can attest to this personally, but it uh, exudes an exceptional feeling of serenity and uh, and uh, in a comfort. I, I think it comes from, you know, and I don't know if your listeners might find it corny, who uh, exudes deep spirituality. This is a man who prays before every meal. A man who sends you notes, you know, wishing God's blessings upon you for, for something going on in your life. I, I think his in, intestinal constitution is such that he's not troubled by this. I think he's very, very comfortable in his skin and has very, very strong faith. Thank you for taking the time. Bye. So the news about Pruitt is getting noticed in the White House um, by President Trump and top administration officials. Here's our White House reporter, Zach Coleman. Yeah, it's... Um one of those things where he's clearly rubbed a lot of people the wrong way in the White House, and memories are long there. And as long as the staffers stick around, you as mean? long as the staffers stick around, but there's a legacy there. I mean, there are people who have acknowledged that a lot of Gary Cohn's staff was perturbed by the way Pruitt angled to get President Trump to withdraw from Paris. Gary Cohn was a Paris proponent, uh, and a lot of his staff was too. Not all of it, but a lot of it. And I think that they remember that, that that became apparent. And there's just kind of a sense that Scott Pruitt wants to go a little bit faster and farther than what the White House is comfortable doing at any given point in time. And one good example is the smog rule that Pruitt pursued, right? Right. Tell right. us about that. Yeah, so Scott Pruitt, early in his tenure as EPA administrator, decided to take it upon himself to delay implementation of these smog rules saying that there wasn't enough evidence to enforce these new standards. A bunch of states complained, said we have evidence, we can, we can move forward on our plans. And apparently the White House did not tell him that he should do that, he just did it. He decided to do a blanket policy change or statement that had not been vetted yet. And that, that could have put the whole move in legal jeopardy. That could have ensnared the White House in the lawsuit that they didn't want to be in. And it doesn't matter that, in the end, that's likely where the White House wanted to go with it. There's just a way that you have to do things. And this kind of, you know, it, it symbolizes what Scott Pruitt is to the White House, which is someone who, you know, freewheels and freelances and is looking to advance these measures for himself because he thinks that this is what should be done. And Pruitt was made to reverse that order, right? Yes. What do we know about Pruitt's relationship with Trump? Um, and do we know if it's deteriorated at all as these headlines have come out? I think that his relationship is good. They view him, he, Trump views Pruitt as someone who is doing exactly what he wants to do they see eye to eye on policy and environmental regulations and what should be done about them. But you're going to wonder whether that kind of groundswell of, of anger towards Pruitt from White House staffers is going to 
make its way to Trump and push him in a direction uh, that would have been unforeseeable several months ago. Great. Thanks. Thank you. That was great. Go to eenews.net for more Pruitt news. Thanks for listening.